to Crossview Radio, a weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. What is the gospel? When I ask people in our community, how can you be right with God or why should God let you into heaven? The response more often than not has been, wow, that's a great question. I've never thought of that before. This is a symptom of a larger problem, and the problem is that the church in America has become more about holding to the party line than about being faithful representatives of the gospel truth. Why is there a need for continual church planting and church revitalization efforts? Because millions of people will go to church this Sunday and never hear the gospel. They will hear messages of affirmation where their sins are coddled and where Jesus is more like their buddy than their savior. What we need is text-driven, gospel-magnifying, Christ-exalting, God-glorifying outpost for truth. And so we left off last time discussing the reality that all humanity universally is under the wrath of God. This happens by default, by merely being born. But the encouraging truth on the other side here is uh, from the Ephesians passage that there was a way to escape the wrath of God, and we are getting there. But you won't look for the escape until you realize there's a problem. And one of the reasons I believe church members don't know the gospel is because the church has muffled the seriousness of sin. If you don't know your house is filling up with carbon monoxide, you won't try and flee. But if you do know that, you're going to do everything you can to try to escape. So before we can find rescue, we need to adequately understand the significance and the magnitude of the problem we face. We need to resurrect the doctrine of sin and understand why God's wrath is on us. And so we noticed last time that God's wrath is universal, but let's ask this question. Is it just to say it another way? Is it fair for God to punish us? And we've got to get a footing here because sin is what makes the gospel necessary. And if your church isn't preaching the gospel, it's probably because it isn't preaching sin. Once sin is minimized, there's no urgency behind the the gospel message. So back to our question, is it fair for God to punish us? Psalm 14, uh, we read this in verses 2 through 3. The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if there are any who understand who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. There's none who does good, not even one. This is moral bankruptcy, and it extends to every one of us. Jonathan Edwards Uh, once reminded us that the greater the holiness and the loveliness of a being, the greater the seriousness of sin against that being. In other words, sin is not measured based on the, the supposed magnitude of the sin, but on the magnitude of God. And because God is infinitely worthy and infinitely glorious and infinitely holy, our sin also is infinitely offensive. We have managed to acquire an infinite amount of guilt because we've sinned against an infinite God. The infinite majesty of God is what makes any sin against him, no matter how small, so abhorrent. And this is the case whether we've sinned much, whether we've sinned little. We're reminded by James that whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. We, and I mean we Christians, are not good people. So we all stand equally condemned by this law. We are all lawbreakers to the highest degree. All of us, in the words of Romans 3, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are a people who long for justice. 
We expect sin to be dealt with. You know, imagine uh, a scene where you've got a judge and this judge finds a person guilty of murder and yet that judge says, well, we're going to let this person go free. Would that judge be just? Of course not. We expect a judge to be just. We expect a judge to do what's right. Our view of God, unfortunately, has been more informed by bumper stickers and tweets and memes than the Bible. And one of the hardest hit attributes of God or twisted attributes of God is his justice. God is like this judge and must do what's right. And God has ingrained this sense of justice in every one of us. If there's one thing that we excel at more than exposing the sin of our neighbors, it's justifying our own. C.S. Lewis once made the point that we don't try and explain the moral standard away. Instead, we try to give a reason why we had a free pass on that particular occasion. For example, when a boy is caught stealing food from the grocery store, he doesn't say, you know, forget your standard of not stealing. I'll do as I please. Rather, he gives a reason why his stealing was permitted in this particular situation. So he may say, for example, but my family was hungry and we needed this food. And when he says that, even though he's saying I had a free pass, he's still saying that is a correct standard. He affirms the standard that stealing is wrong by giving himself a free pass instead of by saying forget that standard. The point of all this is simply to recognize that God has hardwired every human being to intuitively know that there is a moral standard we are obligated to abide by. And of course, the reason is simple. We're all made in the image of God. And as a side note, this is one of the reasons why we can confidently say that everyone genuinely knows that God exists and that he holds them accountable to his standard. In the truest sense of the word, there are no atheists. But back to the point at hand, Psalm 89 Verse 14, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. God is a God of justice. And if he is going to be a just judge, if he's going to give us what's fair, then he's going to punish sinners. In fact, he must. Nahum 1.3, the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. So many people are talking about how a loving God could send people to hell. And I don't think that's the right question. I think the correct, the, the correct question is this. How could a just God allow any of us into heaven? You see that Nahum passage? The Lord will by no means clear the guilty. God takes his justice seriously, and he takes his holiness seriously. We asked earlier whether it was fair of God to punish us. And one of the things we have to understand if we're talking about justice, if we really want what's fair, if we really want what's just, if we really want what's right, we have to come to the conclusion that God is absolutely justified, even obligated to punish us, all of us universally. We saw that last week in the Ephesians passage. And if we just take a five-minute break from all of our distractions and notifications and listen to our consciences, I'd submit that we would all agree that we're guilty. To do anything else would tear at the very fabric of who God is. If God were to do anything else besides exercise his justice, if he were to suspend his justice for just a moment, it would tear at the very fabric of who God is. God would cease to be just. And if God ceased to be just, he would cease to be God. So here's where all this is going. This is this is where I'm, I'm trying to, to, to help us to understand something that's 
pretty important here. If there is going to be a way for us to avoid the just wrath of God, remember that's what we're talking about. We saw that in Ephesians 2. God, um, we are all children of wrath. If there's going to be a way for us to avoid the just wrath of God, it's going to have to involve God maintaining rather than overlooking his justice. That is so, it's actually going to be the theme that we're going to be looking at for the rest of this series. And and if you miss this point, you're going to miss the entire message of the gospel. If we're going to avoid the just wrath of God that we do deserve, whatever that way to avoid God's wrath is, it's going to have to involve God maintaining his justice rather than overlooking it. God cannot just sweep our sins aside and and forgive us without without any foundation of justice. He cannot do that. He would violate his own character. So if God is going to rescue us, if we're going to avoid God's wrath, it has to involve God maintaining his justice rather than overlooking it. That's very important to understand, and we're going to see how that plays out in our next podcast. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com.